You are welcome to a great moment in destiny. God is about to speak directly to you. And the message coming right up is crafted by heaven, not just to challenge you, but to align your destiny. As you embrace divine instruction, expect that God's word is bringing about revival, healing, restoration, and transformation to your entire life. With faith in your heart and great expectation, join me and receive God's word through his choice vessel, Pastor Goodheart Obi Ekweme. Turn together with me to Psalm 51 verse number 10. Psalm 51 verse number 10. Psalm 51 verse number 10. I really wonder where many of you were yesterday because you missed a very, very, very impactful and prophetic service. If I were you, you would go back to the devil and punish the devil for keeping you away from such a prophetic gathering. Please endeavor to get the audio CD, the DVD. It will bless you tremendously. Hallelujah. And by the way, whenever the doors of this church are open, please run in and run along. You never know when your day will be. It will be Sunday. Psalm 5-1, let's read together. Verses 10 to 17, we stand to read to honor the second person of the Godhead, Jesus Christ. Psalm 51, 10 to 17, and I will read to you here in Psalm 118, verse 27. Let's read Psalm 51. 10 to 17, 1, 3, go. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, thou God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O God, thou will not despise. I want to read to you hearing again for thou desirest not sacrifice all right else will i give it for thou delightest not in burnt offering the sacrifices of god are what a broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart oh god thou will not despise i read again to your hearing psalm 118 verse 27 god is the lord which hath showed us light Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. Bind the sacrifice with cords, even unto the horns of the altar. For an assignment, part number two, sacrifice for a forceful turnaround, part number two, sacrifice for a forceful turnaround, part number two our father thank you for blessing the reading of your holy word i beseech you again to take a coal of fire from the altar the amber of heaven run the lips and the tongues of this seven son of yours that i will come to your people with a word from the throne of grace i mean to speak expressly thus said the lord help me to go beyond my study contemplation memory and help me to speak accurately what the heaven says to us for such a time as this we vow as always to return all the praise all the glory all the honor all the adoration and adulation back unto you in jesus victorious name we have prayed somebody shout a big amen you may be seated in god's wonderful presence yesterday I ministered along the same lines of thought as I will continue this particular Sunday. And I began by mentioning that I believe that the proper understanding of this message and the application of the principles thereof in your life will really be a necessary pillar, bulwark, foundation for you and I to experience 
The prophetic word that God has spoken to us in this year, which is eagle's flight. To make eagle's flight not just to be a thing of wishful thinking, but a reality. It's one thing for God to prophesy and to speak to a people, but it's another thing for the people to believe the prophecy and to wage a good warfare with the prophecy. The apostle Paul spoke to his son Timothy in the Lord and says, wage a good warfare with the prophecies that have been spoken over you. So it's one thing for you to receive a prophetic word that God is doing this, will do this. It's another for you to believe the word, receive the word, act upon the word, and war with the word. So we believe all through this year that God will be sharing with us, unveiling, as it were, various chapters, various pillars, various bulwarks that will help us to make this prophecy or this word over us, eagles flying, a reality, not just a story. And I want to challenge you, by the way, again, as I did earlier, to endeavor to walk through those doors or any other door where we're gathered when this church opens. Because you just never can tell when your day will be. Endeavor to make it a habit to not only listen, take down notes, but also go back and pick up the CDs and the DVDs and go back and make it habitual to listen to them over and over again. Faith doesn't come by hearing once. Faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing the word of God. Romans 10, 17. So the more you incline your ear to the word of God, the more spirit and life will come into your heart and build faith. Somebody shout amen. I also want to challenge you to go beyond just being uh, 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 one who buys CDs and, and, and audio DVDs uh, and, and all of that, DVDs and audio CDs, uh, to also be a word sender or a word ambassador. In other words, why don't you buy 10 CDs, buy 20, buy 30, buy 100 with the aim of being a blessing to your friends and family across the world. You've given them things before, but the greatest thing you can give a friend is a word of God. And many have received CDs and teachings from this house and have become ever so thankful to the members of this house that send them a blessing. Really, it's not a marketing tool for them to come to this house. No, it's for them to be blessed. Everybody cannot be in one umbrella at the same time. By the way, this house is very Christocentric and we are mindful that not every believer can be here. There are those that God has sent us to and sent to us and when we find them, we're completely glad but we're not sent to everybody. Praise the Lord, somebody. So it's not a marketing tool to bring people to church. No, you're sending the word. You're sowing the word. Somebody shouting a big amen. amen. Glory to God. You have to understand again, there is something about being in the company of believers. Because when you come to church, the Bible declares where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of them. It's not that you can't pray in your house. It's not that you cannot read your Bible in your house. But there's something about corporate fellowship of believers. There is something that comes about when we strengthen each other. The Bible declares one shall chase a thousand to flight, but two won't chase two thousand, but two shall chase ten thousand to flight. Now that is the law of geometric progression not the law of arithmetic progression. So when we gather together, we become what the Bible calls in typology, Zion. Somebody shout, this is Zion. Oh, come on, talk like you're a believer. This is Zion. And there's certain things that I've found in Zion. There is healing in Zion. There is abundance in Zion. There is deliverance in Zion. There is lifting in Zion. Chains are broken in Zion. Oh, burdens, they are broken in... Wow! Obadiah 117 says, Upon Mount Zion, wow, there shall be deliverance. There shall be holiness of purity. And the sons of Jacob shall possess their possession. So in Zion, three things are there. The Bible declares a threefold call cannot easily be broken. Deliverance speaks of the power of God. Once has the Lord spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs unto Almighty God. So there is power in Zion, but another thing in Zion is there is purity. Oh yes, purity is what begets power. Don't just talk about power without talking about purity or holiness because you will become a tyrant. Not just purity and not just power, but there is also prosperity in Zion. The sons of Jacob shall possess their possessions. Three P's. Power, purity, and prosperity. All are found in Zion. Somebody shout, this is Zion. If there's a need for deliverance tonight, there is power in Zion to bring about healing and deliverance in your life. I believe nobody with any kind of yoke or bondage 
you are not permitted to leave Zion the same way you came. Or when we come to Zion, we come through one gate. We cannot go back through the same gate. Somebody came through the eastern gate to Zion. No, you won't go back the same. You are going back transformed. You are going back anointed. You are going back changed. You are going out through the western gate. Somebody came to Zion through the northern gate. We forbid for you to return through the same gate. No, healing is your portion. Change is your portion. Lifting is your portion. Abundance is your portion. I don't know what you know, but you're not going back the same way. Somebody shout amen. If the devil knew, the devil would have stopped you from coming to this church this Sunday morning. Why? There is a warrant of arrest over the force of darkness in your life. There is a warrant of arrest over disease, over infirmity, over chains, burdens, and bondages. The Bible declares in Psalm 107 verse 20, he sent his word. Right now, God is sending his word. What is his word? John 63 the words I speak they are spirit they are life so that word is going from the back row to row seat to seat rank to rank healing everybody who's laboring under any kind of disease somebody shout I believe I receive you cannot go the same way Zion what is it about Zion since you ask I will tell you, Psalm 84 verse 7, they go from strength to strength. Every one of them in Zion appeareth before God. So in Zion, you just appeared before God. Hello, somebody. And you can appear before God and not go from strength to strength. Woo! Strength to strength. I see the Lord release over you new levels, new dimensions of the strength of the Lord. Listen, the young men shall faint and be weary. Isaiah 40, 28, 29, 30, 31, verse 30. But they that wait upon the Lord. That word wait in Hebrew speaks of binding together with something or someone. When you wait upon the Lord, you're being bound with God. He exchanges your weakness for his strength. Holy He exchanges your fears for faith. He exchanges tears, worry, anxiety for peace, for shalom. The peace of the Lord that passes all understanding. What it happens in Zion when you bind yourself to God. Hey, Sekotobala, somebody shout, this is Zion. Please endeavor to show up in Zion when the doors are open and be an ambassador of the word. Share good news, CDs, DVDs, whatever it is. Be a blessing to this generation. For those of you who are here on Saturday, for your sake, I'll try to do a 10 minutes recap before we move further in what I have to lay on top of all of that. I began by ministering by saying that the word sacrifice or the understand, oh, let me see, let me rewind. I, I began by saying that for the past few days, the word sacrifice began to resonate in my heart and in my head. Sacrifice, sacrifice, sacrifice. And I really thought deep about this word. And, and I knew for, for certain that God wanted me to speak along these lines. And my head will naturally point me in a particular direction. But I realized it was beyond my shallow thinking of sacrifice. First and foremost, let me reiterate. Your understanding of this teaching yesterday, part one, part two today, is a necessary ingredient to aid, to help you, to really, really partake not to be a spectator, but to be a partaker, a participant of this prophetic word spoken over us, ego's flight. Ego's flight means the limits are broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ego's flight means the chains are broken. It means you don't fly like other birds. You glide. You glide by the help of the wind of heaven. Ego's flight means that you depend on the Holy Ghost more than you did before. Because only the wind can carry you. That's why we learn they that wait upon the Lord, wait upon the Lord, the Holy Ghost. They are the ones who renew their strength. The young who look strong, they will ultimately faint and fail. 
the youth who look vibrant and energetic, they will ultimately fail and faint. But there are those who wait, whether young, old, middle-aged, who don't know how old they are. The question is, if you're a waiter, whether you're old in age, whether you're middle age, whether you're young in age, your strength is guaranteed to be renewed. I've shared this testimony over and over to the glory of the Lord that I'm a few, you know, few months to the year 50, but I, 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 I can tell you something that for the past few months, I know I've been stronger than I've been in a great amount of my adult life. It's not because I'm getting younger age-wise, but I'm getting stronger as I learn, still learning. I haven't learned all there is to learn, but learning a little bit more than I knew before to wait upon the Lord. Every time I lift my hand I said, Lord, strengthen me. Even this morning as I knelt down, I said, Lord, strengthen me. For my kind of itinerary, I'm here, I'm there, leading prayer five times a week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, for the past five months from September. You can't do these things except God be with you. So I've learned, Holy Ghost, strengthen me, breathe upon me. What? What the Lord forms, he's committed to feeling. You have to learn to ask him to strengthen you. Thank God for the good diet. Thank God for the vitamins. Thank God for saying all you need to say. But ultimately, oh, there is a spirit in man. That's the spirit that quickens your mortal body. The Bible declares Romans 8 verse 11. If the self same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if he dwells in you, he, not it, he is a person, quickens your mortal body. You can ask Holy Ghost, quicken my heart. Quicken my cardiac process. Quicken my kidney, my liver, my intestines. Quicken my eyes. Oh yes, my ocular functions. My muscular functions. My cerebral functions. My nervous system. Somebody ask, Holy Ghost, quicken me right now. Look at you. No wonder you're just falling down at, at, at 30. You behave as though you're 70. Look at yourself. That is error. Somebody shout, Holy Ghost, quicken me right now. You need help. I need help. I need him more than ever before. The Lord said to Elijah, Eat and drink, for the journey ahead of you is great. It wasn't normal food, it was angels' food. We don't eat angels' food in the New Testament. We eat the word. Matthew 4 4. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth from the mouth of God. So the word is likened to bread. What the bread is to do to your body, much more, the word will do to your spirit. Many are drying up. As water is to fish, as bird to air, as animals to the land, likewise your spirit is to the word and to the Holy Ghost. You need the Holy Ghost. You need the word of God. Your spiritual muscles have become flabby. You haven't learned to exercise yourself in the word and in the spirit. You don't have to grow weak as you grow older. You don't have to. It may be the normal pattern for normal people, but you're not normal. How do I know that? It's all in the Bible. Colossians 1, 12 and 13. You have been delivered from the kingdom of darkness. You need no deliverance. You've been delivered from the kingdom of darkness. Not just that. You've been translated into the kingdom of his, the son of his love or his dear son. You may live on the earth. You don't belong here. Your case is different. The Nigerian economy or any economy of the world and that in the world doesn't have to rule and to lord over you. God called you to live in Goshen while people are still in, in Egypt. Hello somebody. Can somebody say my case is different. You don't have to go down when people are going down. When men declare Yakoto, there shall be a casting down. We, a people of faith, declare there shall be a lifting up. Moses was 120 years old. The Bible tells me his eyes did not wax dim, his physical forces were not abated. He never spoke in tongues. 
He was never baptized with the Holy Ghost and with fire like most of us are. Yet he knew 40 days in the Lord's presence and Sinai. Another 40 days. He knew his strength was found in waiting upon the Lord. You and I are now filled with the Holy Ghost. And we are weaker than Moses. Hello somebody. Hello somebody. The Holy Ghost within you is waiting for you to activate him by aligning with him. Holy Ghost, I know you're there. Will you strengthen me? Holy Ghost, I know you're there. Will you help me? Holy Ghost, I know you're there. Will you breathe upon me the wisdom? Wisdom to excel on the job, in the business. You have to ask. Matthew 7, 7. Ask, you will receive. Seek, that you will find. Knock, the door shall be opened unto you. By extension, you don't ask, you don't receive, you don't seek, you don't find. If you don't knock, you don't receive, the door is not open. It's your choice. Much prayer, much power. Little prayer, little power. What do you want? Do you want to have a tag called Christianity but no power? There are people who are walking on the street with the name tag of Christianity. All kinds of stickers on the car. All altogether lovely. All together new. All together wonderful. All together brand. All together powerful. But their lives, there's no sign of power in their lives. The Bible declares, these signs shall follow them that believe. You don't follow signs. Signs follow you as you follow Christ. May you truly, sincerely, truthfully, in a practical way, make Jesus your shepherd. Psalm 23 verse 1 The Lord is my shepherd I shall not want He makes me to lie down in green pastures He restores my soul Leaves me beside the sea water Verse 6 Surely Without a shadow of doubt If you follow Jesus There will be a surely What is it surely? Death, disease, infirmity No sir Surely If you follow Jesus Twins will follow you Goodness And mercy They follow you They escort you as you make Jesus your shepherd, I see goodness. I see mercy. Following you all through the year 2018. Can somebody shout, I believe I receive. Help me Lord Jesus. As I mentioned, understanding this issue of sacrifice, what it means. And by the way, just like Pastor Ty said in, his, in the service he spoke, discipleship and leadership class or school this is not about getting something from you it's about God getting you to be positioned to a place where he can get stuff to you it's not about offering I thought what God wanted me to share with you when I heard about sacrifice is to share the connection between sacrificial giving or sacrifice with prayer and fasting. I dealt with this a bit more exhaustively yesterday. I'll give you a reference point because of time. Isaiah 5, 8, 6 to 7. With the assumption you pick up yesterday's message as a compendium to this morning's teaching. Isaiah 5, 8, 6 to 7. We also saw in our companion text Psalm 118 verse 27. God is the Lord. Which have showed us light. Bind the sacrifice with cords. Even unto the horns of the altar. We're going to see a correlation and a connection between sacrifice. Listen carefully. And prayer or the altar. Because altar means prayer. An altar essentially is where divinity communes with humanity. Somebody shout a big amen. Oh, come on, track with me now. An altar primarily means where divinity communes with humanity. We've said over and over, you've got to watch your altar. Your altar is a sign of your strength. If your altar is weak, your life is going to be weak. Your altar must be guarded and guided. Now, for many of us, God has revived our altars in the course of 21 days of waiting upon the Lord. Please don't go back to yesterday. Keep the fire burning on your altar. Leviticus 6, 12 and 13 says, let the fire never go out on the altar, but let the fire be renewed day by day. I'm paraphrasing now on the altar. Altar must be renewed with fire. There must be fire burned on the altar of prayer. 
Not just about altar, but we see the correlation between the altar and sacrifice. In other words, until God sees sacrifice on the altar, fire ain't going to fall upon your altar. The first thing Elijah did in 1 Kings 18 on Mount Camel was to repair the broken altar. Uh, we have been repairing our broken altar for the past few days. But there must be need for there to be a sacrifice. Elijah placed sacrifice, seven bullocks upon the altar. And then he says, let God, let God, let the God who answers by fire, let him answer by fire. Saints, we are in another Mount Camel experience in the body of Christ. They are Balaam's witches and wizards who are trying to defy the almightiness of God. They are doing all kinds of things. They are making rain, doing this and doing that. And they're wondering, where is your God? But God is waiting for some Elijahs to show up out of the body of Christ. Not, not, not game players. Not people who are looking for entertainment. Clapping, jumping, dancing. But who are looking for the power and for the glory of God. Who know how to call down God. They know how to cry out like blind Bartimaeus cried out. Thou son of David. Have mercy upon me. When you cry out for mercy. All the Bible says. And Jesus stood still. He will stand still. At the cry of mercy. Somebody shout mercy. mercy. I didn't say whisper. Thunder like a lion. Mercy. Mercy is a cry that your God will not refuse. Mercy is a cry that the God of heaven will not deny. James 2.13, the second portion. Mercy exalts or overcomes judgment. I don't know what men's judgment are over your life. The doctor's diagnosis. The lawyer's prognosis. Oh, the judge's verdict. I believe the mercy of the Lord is ransoming you from the grave right about now. In the name of Jesus. Somebody shout amen. Shout like a mighty thunder. Amen. It will never be the same again. There's a rumble in the jungle. I see angels ascend and descend over this place. Jacob said that God was here. I knew it not. But we know that God is present on Zion. They go. Ketom from strength to strength all they appear before God not before good heart for I cannot heal a fly or even raise a fly but before God I don't make myself to be anything as Apostle Paul said for me to live is Christ for me to die to self is gain I seek no fame, no popularity. I seek him to be known. If you don't remember this voice, this name, this face with a gray beard, please don't forget the God who hopefully you've encountered today in this house. Honestly, truthfully, sincerely. It's really all about Jesus. We've had too much of showmanship in the body of Christ. We've had too many stars. There is only one star. We've had too many people purporting to be suns and moon. Only God is the risen sun. He's a bright and the morning star. What's wrong with the church? What's wrong with leadership? What's wrong with eldership? We never died for the church. The church belongs to Jesus. Jesus spoke to Simon Peter in John 20. Simon loves me more than these. Kedogo dombalaka. Feed my lamb. Feed my sheep. They are not yours, Simon. They are mine. I died for them. I'm only calling you to enjoy the privilege of feeding my sheep. Matthew 16. I will build my church and the gate of Sheol, the gate of hell will not prevail. 
But many leaders, including my humble self, until recently I had a better light, have been trying to build their church. Not the church of Jesus Christ, which is called the ground and the pillar of truth. Preachers, get out of the way. Get out. Who wants to see you? Your fancy suit. They want to see Jesus. They want to hear the master. I speak to myself and to my colleagues across the world. We must be willing to decrease. Enough of showmanship and stardom. People are awestruck about leaders and pastors. We're called to serve. We're called to wash the feet of disciples. We are no masters. We're called to labor to wash feet and dry feet with a napkin. As long as we succeed at building our church, the gates of hell will prevail. How do you know when a church is a man's church? He walks like this. Behold my people. I feel pained to have to become this vulnerable to you. But on behalf of the leadership, the eldership of the body of Christ, of which I qualify to be, not just by longevity of days of working with the master, but the virtue of the oil upon my head, on the behalf of my brothers across the world, we sincerely repent to you. We ask for your forgiveness. We've used you to build our dreams, our selfish ambitions. It's about my organization, my institution, my empire, disgusted, my kingdom, shame on leaders. Forgive us. Jesus said to Simon Peter, if you love me, feed my sheep. You know what happened there? <laughs> Simon had denied Jesus three times. The Lord spoke to him. Simon, Simon, I perceive the enemy is going to sift you as a weed. Simon bragged, oh man, Man Jesus, ah, Malay. Others go for yek I don't go follow. I dey can For those of you who are watching us in diaspora, the Lord give you interpretation of my tongues. I dey can You see, the Lord just give, give interpretation right now. The Holy Ghost helped you out. Please, <laughs> never say never. If anybody stands, you stand by the grace. Preachers, never say never. That's why you must be quick to keep your mouth shut when a star falls. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? He slept the woman. He stole money. Can you imagine? really standing by the grace of God. I can't brag that for 20 years I've not slept with any other woman. It's my strength. I kept myself with my wife for 20 years. Oh boy, Charlie, not grace. Have I seen something? <laughs> I get eyes now. I'm not blind. I'm blessed with good eyes. Huh? So I see things. I see color and shapes and sizes. I describe them. I'm a man before a man of God. Oh, look at me. I'm a real man. I have children. So I'm a real what? Don't be fooled. But the grace of God has made the difference. Tests have come. Hardly see them. Hardly feel them. Hardly relevant to my, to my psyche, honestly. Hardly. 
They never bond you. Let me leave that Let me let them, let me leave them. Somebody shout grace. So Peter, Peter Brad, man. Everybody can fall, but I can't fall, man. I love you much. Anyway, he fell three times. He <laughs> got the long story short. Oh, Piro, Piro, as you brag, you came down. As you brag, you came down. But I want to take you somewhere, which is really my message today, because I don't have enough time. <laughs> he asked him, okay, then Simon Peter began to go, he went back to fishing, and you have to know the power of leadership. The moment one Simon Peter went back to fishing, what is fishing to Simon Peter? He went back to his former career. He said, I failed this Jesus. <laughs> Accountancy degree, where are you? I can. One, let's look for where to apply it for a job. Now, now, leave the pretty thing. This white color, leave the, where, where, have ACA. Where, who wants to employ me? He went back to fishing. To cut the long story short, in his fishing expedition, the Lord helped him to catch a great catch. And he began to relax and jolly in the catch he had just caught. And it almost seemed like an endorsement that maybe you should leave preaching for accountancy because you failed. Because I'm succeeding supposedly in accountancy again. Stay with me. Then Jesus said, Simon Kodugalande. Simon, do you love me more than these? You know what these are? Success. Breakthrough. Ego. Kudi. Owo. Your being successful, as far as people are concerned, does not mean in God's record. You are succeeding. Okay, the preacher has a 5,000 membership church, so he struts himself. Oh, yes, I am the GO of a 5,000 member mega church. You don't mean you're succeeding. If 4,999 are going to hell, what are you doing? I'm being crude. Can I, be, can I help you? So you're having a car. The bling bling watch, the fancy dress, the designer this or that doesn't mean in the eyes of God you are in the will of God or you are succeeding. In my mind, success is defined as me being in the center of God's will for my life. I left where I was for many years and jumped out in obedience to God. It was tough. It was hard. It was dry. People stopped talking to me. Few still talk to me. But you know what? I had amazing joy. I knew I was in the center of God's will for my life. Dryness or no dryness. I had joy. Enthusiasm. I became stronger. I became more satisfied with God and the things of God. Did I have all the food I wanted? No. Not all I wanted. I had everything I needed. I never lacked. Could I live how I lived before? After the years of service? Not quite. Did I have the kind of income? Not quite. But I walked by faith. With dignity. Never had to beg. Why? God watches over his own. God is committed to his own. Why? God will never send you to where he has not been before. Somebody under the sound of my voice, you've been struggling with putting in your resignation letter on the job. I'm not putting this thought in your mind. That would be, that would be the devil. But if you've had this thought, a nagging feeling, you've struggled for three months, six months. You've struggled, you've struggled. There's something God wants to bring you to, but hey, kubalaka, you're thinking about your security, about your feet, your feet in your belly. Your, no, no, obey God. People don't walk on water sitting in the boat of comfort. You gotta walk out. Take a risk. You can't see the miraculous without God letting you do the foolish or the ridiculous. You must 
be willing every now and then to obey God, not your flesh, to do the ridiculous, to see the miraculous. I did the ridiculous. What I know very few people alive will do. I know it. I'm not bragging. I know it. It took me my all to step out in faith. It was illogical, irrational, didn't make sense. But am I seeing the miraculous? Baby, I've seen the miraculous. I've seen God bring water from the rock. I've seen God do amazing things that makes me ears to tingle. I can't share all with you. You'll be dead jealous. Not here. You'll be glad. Our foes, who make themselves their foes, may be jealous, but people here will be glad. Because you are a fruit of such an obedience that God keeps covenant. God makes covenant and God keeps covenant. Abraham, it may have taken you 25 years for Isaac to come. God keeps covenant. God keeps covenant. One word has God spoke. You know, the Lord has taken me different places. Different, I'm, just, I'm just enjoying myself. You know, Pastor, when I was a young preacher, you know now, you have your note, you have to follow your note A to Z like a scholar, like a lecturer, and then step one, step two, step, no, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying ministry. I talk like an elder that I am. Just from here, talking, just talking. I talked yesterday, I'm talking today, give me mic, I will talk again. It's just him this year. Reservoir, things he put here. I'm just talking. One word from God is more impactful than one word from a human intellect. Your change is around the corner. I didn't say to encourage you from here. Kento Koloba, Brengo di Skeleto Bane. Lift your voice for two, three minutes. Release your prayer language. Karombi Something is happening here now. Envelope big dose, us with your glory, with your power. Shanda Galano. Come on, Rajik. Engage. Go beyond the veil now. Demand for more of his grace to be revealed, unveiled in your life. Tell the Lord, I'm tired of being tired. I want more of you. I want to experience your power and your glory. I'm tired of telling stories. I'm tired of being a spectator. Come on, open your mouth. Regadombliados. Isaiah 8, 18. I and the children of the Lord in this house, we shall be for signs and wonders from the Lord of hosts. I double dare you, open your mouth and decree and declare that test you're going through right now, woo, under this open heavens, is being turned for you as a mighty testimony. Open your mouth. Close mouth and close destinies. We are in that hour where we're to speak into the atmosphere. The Lord said to Daniel in Daniel 10, I believe, I have come for the words you spake from day one on the 21st day. Whoa, this is the 21 day. God has come for the words you spoke from day one till now. You asked, the Lord heard, you sought. The Lord showed you. You knocked. The door, Lord opened the door for you. Now bless him on this 21 day of waiting and watching. I receive my answer now. Open your mouth wide. Lord, I receive every petition, every point of intercession, every point of worship, every point of thanksgiving. I receive. Open your mouth. I am not going out empty-handed on this 21st day of waiting and watching. 
Somebody make room. The more room you make in your heart, in your mind, God will fill it. I don't know about you. Can you still sit down like that? I'm worried for you. I'm really concerned for you. Is God your boyfriend or your girlfriend? Likoto, engage. Rakato, pregadanda, Gabriele. Satukalo, sapakati, kropata. There is a rumble in the jungle. Hey, scream that bomba. Open your mouth and decree and declare. Healing comes upon me. Joy rests upon me. Peace, shalom, hey, comes upon me. Let's engage for three more minutes. Rakato, pray as though your life depends on it because it may just depend on it. Father, I thank you. I have waited all the days of my hard service. I know, I know in my Noah that my change has come. Makataka pregadosa. Ito prakate pregato. Joy unspeakable, full of glory. Healing pregata. Health release over this house. Brakate prakato. I see fresh mantles. Fresh anointings release in this house. Eketeboka, the gift of the word of knowledge, the gift of the word of wisdom, the gift of diverse tongues and interpretation, the gift of discerning of spirits, or the gift of special faith. Release in this house. The gift of healings release in this house. The gift of miracles and the miraculous. Hey, release in this house. There is coming a change of mantle, change of garment. The heavens are open. Draw down, draw down, draw down. Open your mouth, open your heart. Tell the Lord to change your story. And you tired of a lethargic Christianity, a lazy Christianity. Nothing to show, no power, no might, no glory. All that comes to an end today. I am going out in power. After Jesus fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, he returned in power. You are returning in power today. You're taking the year forcefully. I am taking the year forcefully. 2018, you are my year for eagle's flight. My year to walk in the power of God. My year to walk in the glory of God. My year to walk in the might of God. Push it now. 2018 you are my year no dull moment no dry moment no spiritual dry spells oh loba i shall be like the water garden no 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 Hard to close a meeting like this. In Ogonde Gregadosa, Peronde, Shute Gebaloho, Kumba, Turebanaka, Kunde Gede, Kando Katasho Tokoto, Bokenede, Kono Gododogo, Dogo Dogo Dogo, Grigadumba, Kukete. Hard to close it. I'm trying to close. Yeshonongo Pregadele, Zim 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 Putopala, Konde, Chains of Garments. Woo! A new you is emerging. 21 days, waiting and watching, never be the same. Oh, Lift those hands as those who are receiving something. Wow. I receive. I believe I receive new garment yes yes it came over you now shandolo whoa that's it that's it that's it soothing coming over you it's like a wind whoa second on on there receive it receive it like a wind small still wind calm gentle breeze blowing around your currents of healing and liftings yes 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 Engage for two more minutes. Engage for two more minutes. Receive it. Here comes the wind. Here comes the rain. 
receive it. You have just experienced the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Goodhart Obi Ekweme, lead pastor of Revival House of Glory International Church, Rajik, and the apostolic leader of the Horn of Revival Ministry, HORM, a global outreach ministry mandated to carry the torch of revival across cities and nations. If you would like to ask a question, share your prayer request or testimony, or get more messages or books from Pastor Goodhart, please call or text 0805-223-4444 or email info at rogic.org. That's info at rhogic.org. Also, download the Horn of Revival Ministry app on Google Play or Apple Store to connect with a variety of free quality resources including Rogic Radio and our refreshing daily devotions to take you higher in life. And for real-time ministry, you can follow Pastor Goodhart on Twitter and Instagram. The handle is at Pastor Goodhart. Keep hearing the Word of God. It will produce intimacy with His Spirit for uncommon encounters on the earth. Sunday and Midweek Service Day There are days many people traditionally get up in their best outfits and gather together to scratch a religious itch. But not anymore. At Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, Sunday and Wednesday are not just church because God is very deliberate about his agenda in this age and church as usual will not cut it in the times we're in. Revival House of Glory International Church, Rogic, is an apostolic gathering of God's people experiencing old-time revival for new era realities. God is bringing back his power and is calling you to carry it to the world. Sunday celebration service at 8 a.m. on Sundays and the Word and Worship Wednesday service every Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. at Rogic. All hold at the Golden Bird Event Center, Plot 859 A. Ame Ebute Street, Wye District, Abuja. And your host is Goodhart Obi Ekweme. On Sunday at 8 a.m. and Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. Don't just come to church, be the church. After all, there's already enough religion in the world. Revival House of Glory International Church is an expression of the Horn of Revival Ministry.